What is going on, everybody? This is Patrick C. Huerta. Thank you for checking out another episode of the Babacoa Core podcast. Uh, today has been a crazy day. Uh, I'm recording this intro kind of late. Um, and this is like my 10th take doing this. So hopefully, I'm just, uh, whatever this is, I'm just going to use it. So, uh, yes, thanks again for listening. Uh, you can find the, the podcast, as you know, you can find it on SoundCloud. But now you can also download the episodes on iTunes. And hopefully soon you can might, you might be able to find it on uh, Google Play. Uh, but I'll let you know about that when that happens. Uh, so, yeah, today was fun. Um, well, not so much, but uh, I just got back from uh, the improv at uh, River Center. And uh, I want to give shout-outs to the, the stand-up comedian, George Anthony. Uh, he was the headliner tonight, and uh, he was recording his uh, his live comedy album. I, I believe they're going to call it, or he's going to call it, This Poetry Thing Sucks. That's going to be the title of, uh, or that's the title of his comedy album. Uh, so I was there to check it out. Very funny. Uh, had me rolling. Uh, he's a funny guy. So uh, look up, look out for him, George Anthony. Uh, find him on Facebook uh, or Instagram or Twitter and uh, try to catch him when he's out and about around town. Very funny dude. Uh, so real quick, I just want to give a, a shout out to CBDBs. Uh, for all your CBD needs, hit up those guys. Uh, their website is mycbdb.com. But your best bet is to follow them on Instagram at mycbdb. Uh, I know they, they're rolling out with some new products. Uh, right now, they're up in Austin, uh, South by Southwest, uh, you know, spreading that CBDB, uh, or CBD oil uh, merch, items, products. There you go, products. That's what I was looking for. CBD oil products. Uh if you don't know anything, or if you don't know the benefits of uh, CBD oils, a few of them are uh, pain relief. Uh, they relieve inflammation, uh, reduce anxiety, and uh, promote cardiovascular health. Um, that's why I like CBD oil, and those are just a few of the benefits that they have that they offer. The CBD oil uh, products offer. Uh, so yeah, check them out. Um, and uh, try out some CBD o C CBD oils products, and uh, see if they they help you and uh, you know your health and wellness and all that good stuff. On the, to this episode, I'm gonna get through this intro. I promise you, because I'm not gonna do this again. Uh, on this episode, I got to sit down with uh, Rob Malkin. Uh, we met up at a uh, new venue. They were hosting, it was a, a house show venue uh, that they're calling uh, South Newbie. And so they were hosting some uh, South by Southwest spillovers, uh, some bands that were, uh, you know, on tour. I think they had a band from uh, Los Angeles and another one from El Paso. And they had some San Antonio bands there at, uh, as well. But uh, so, yeah, I, I uh, reached out to, to Rob because he has a lot of stuff going on. And I was like, hey, man, uh, you know, I started this podcast. would like to get you on, talk some shit. And he's like, yes, dude, I got, like, so much to talk about. There's so much going on. 
And uh, I was like, fuck yeah. So uh, he's like, come out to the show. Uh, we'll sit down. We'll talk. And then, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, so we went out and set up. And uh, which was a little bit weird, you know, because we're set up in the corner uh, of this house show. Uh, and it's it's already loud. And there's already, like, a bunch of people, like, walking around and shit and staring at us. Like, what are those guys doing over there? Uh, you know, they're talking into the microphones and shit. Um, and I've had this thing for a, for a while where in loud places, um, I can't do conversations in loud places. Um, I don't know if it's, you know, my hearing's gone, going bad. You know, I've been in, in and out of loud venues, like, most of my life. And played drums most of my life as well without ear protections. So, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure I did some damage to my ears. So hearing is not the best, which really fucking sucks. But when I'm in a loud venue, having a conversation is nearly impossible for me. Uh, I mean, we had our headphones on. We had the mics hooked up. Uh, so it went pretty well. But just getting in, into the groove of things, you know, I was still, you know, get, getting my uh, getting used to my surroundings, I guess. Uh, so the the beginning's a little bit rough. Uh, you'll be able to tell that. And uh, another thing that I was I kept doing, uh, you know, when I'm trying to have a conversation or yelling out a conversation, um, you know, whoever I'm having the conversation with, I wind up instead of looking at their eyes, which I try to look at people's eyes when we're when we're you know having a conversation, uh, I couldn't stop staring at his mouth. I don't read lips. I don't know how to read lips, but for some reason, if it's loud and I'm trying to understand what the guy across from me is saying, um, I just stare at their lips. And uh, so, yeah. So I kept trying to, like, remind myself, like, stop staring at his fucking lips. Just have a normal conversation with this person in this extremely loud place. And considering that it was pretty loud, um, you know, the sound was pretty decent. So uh, I'm happy about that. Uh, But, yeah. Rob has uh, he started up this booking, touring, promoting company, Code of Fin Tour Tour Management, uh, Code of Fin TM. Uh, so we talked a lot about about that. Uh, a lot of cool things that he's doing with that. A lot of cool things that he has planned in the future for that. Uh, you can find him or hit him up if you have any questions. Uh, his Gmail is Code of Fin TM at Gmail dot com. Uh, that's C O D A F I N tm at gmail.com and uh, I'll put that information in the show notes. Uh, he is currently building the website now and uh, he will be announcing that in a possible release show uh, for that website release. Um, and it's just going to be a lot of good information for a lot of bands and also good information for you know music lovers so they'll know where all the new people are, the new bands are, who's coming in town and all that stuff. So a lot of stuff that he's doing, uh, he's hustling at this, he's building it, and uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, so I was really stoked to, to sit down and, and talk to him about this and uh, help spread the word. Uh, we also talked about Bright Like the Sun. I don't know if I mentioned that already. Uh, Rob Mulkin it was the co-founder, uh, original member, and uh, the, guitar- the guitarist for Bright Like the Sun. And they're, they're, they're huge. They were only a San Antonio band for a short while, but within that short time, they toured the States, they toured Japan, they released two records. Um, you know, they did some really big things in a really short amount of time. 
uh, and so that I was pretty stoked for them. Uh, I, I used to jam with those guys before they were bright like the sun, uh, and uh, we we jammed out at this cool place um, out by the rim. Shout out to Mark for letting us make noise in his basement for those weeks. Um, but yeah, you know, like we, you try out bands and stuff, and uh, we had we had scheduled conflicts, and then my job at the time had. Uh, put me out of town for days at a time, so I couldn't do the band thing, and you know uh, they were still figuring it out. It was way bef- it was before they were bright like the sun. We were just jamming out some and stuff. So, uh, but a uh, good friend of the band, um, a huge supporter of the band, and uh, so yeah, I was I was a bit bummed when they had their farewell show. So uh, we talked a little about that. Uh, we talked about his, uh, his tour management company. And uh, yeah, it was an interesting episode. Hopefully, you enjoy it. Uh, and but, but just pay attention because he's dropping some uh, some news here and there with both uh, you know some bands that he's planning to work with and uh, some touring that uh, information that he has coming up. Uh, so yeah, some new information about what's going on with uh, Rob and all his stuff. So yeah, you can find him on Facebook, find him on Instagram, uh, Rob Moken. Last name M O C H E N, and uh, yeah, he'll help you out if you're looking for tour management or need help booking a show uh, in San Antonio or surrounding areas, or uh, just have a question. Like he has a lot of knowledge about this stuff going on, uh, so reach out to him. But that's it, man. I've been rambling. I uh, just wanted to get through this uh, intro, and uh, yeah, so enjoy the episode. And, uh, oh, real quick, I started a Facebook page for Babacoa Core Podcast. Uh, Like us on Facebook. I'm going to be sharing, um, you know, news about guests um, that that have come on this podcast or guests that I will have on the podcast. I'll be sharing it there, uh, helping promote them. That's what I want to do. I want to help push, promote, support, um, you know, all the people that I come in contact with. Uh, through this podcast so yeah like uh, like the podcast page on or like the page on facebook uh, uh, facebook.com backslash babacoa core and uh, find me on instagram or twitter at real pc huerta or hit me up on my email babacoa core at yahoo.com all right this intro has been way too long i am tired as fuck and uh yeah here we go up everybody thank you for checking out another episode of the baba core po- uh, podcast uh we are here i'm on location so this is like a bootleg baba core core podcast <laughs> uh, and you didn't bring any barbacoa come on man no nah, man <laughs> i should have had some ready for you nah uh, uh but we are at a new venue uh, what do you south Newby? yeah no it's it's a it's a house um it's a house show venue uh on the east side of town South New Braunfels, so they're calling it South Newbie. South Newbie. South Newbie, yeah. Uh, so today on the episode, I have uh, an old friend, Mr. Uh, Rob Mochin, man. How, how you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing great, man. Yeah. yeah. To, to staying busy and 
you are staying real busy so yeah. i'm glad i got you when i could man yeah, you got no, a lot sure. of stuff going on <laughs> yeah uh you're taking on this new thing you started this this new touring company uh-huh. uh tour managing thing code of finn that's right w- what's going on with that man how'd you get started with that so code of finn of course named after the first bright like the sun album uh what happened was, uh, you know, in our process as a band, we uh, had the opportunity to go tour Japan. And so, you know, I made connections with the people that took us out there to Japan. And we played with all these amazing Japanese bands. Um, and in the process with working with this one particular promoter who runs Dead Fox, um, he had brought to us bands from international locations. He had John John from France. He had Tortuga Nomania. I always have a hard time saying that name from Chile. And uh, so he just brings international acts. Um, a lot of them have stayed at my house. So just over the years of being in a band, kind of developed these relationships. Uh, so when Bright Like the Sun decided, uh, or not decided, but Chris, uh, one of the founding members, uh, went to law school in Virginia, I was going to go back from being in uh, like the kind of like bar management lifestyle, venue management, to uh, going back to a professional lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And uh, this opportunity came along for me to tour manage uh, the Japanese bands who had been very interested in touring the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so we worked it out to where, you know, I started my own company. It just seemed better to be that way because I provide the back line and I provide uh, everything for these Japanese bands logistically for them when they get to the United States. And, oh, so you and set so it up for them I set, Yeah, I set, set that up for them. So I was going to tour manage with my tour management company. Uh, take these vans around using my van, using uh, what's well, a van that I, 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 I rent for very cheap because it's uh, from a good friend and I consistently use it. So, I, you know, don't too much ever head on that. But anyways, without going into details, we got um, all the logistic things figured out for them in one shop. You know, they come here. I got the back lines for them, the, the drums, the, the bass guitars, the amps, everything that they won't fly with. Yeah. Um, and so these bands, you know, they want to come and experience an American tour. Because over there in Japan, it's 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 a it's spectacular actually. All the venues, live houses, is what they call them, are state of the art, and they're very similar from one to the next. They carry the same backlines, and here they don't. And over there, they don't have like house shows and things of that nature. So when they come to the U.S., they want to experience what they've seen in like magazines or, or movies or things yeah. of that nature. So we give them a, a variety. But yeah, so Code of Fame got started um, just as a tour management, and then I started transitioning over to the booking side of things. Uh-huh. And now for these tours, I, I've pretty much taken over the booking process as well. Yeah. And just that, going back a little bit, who, what was those uh, Japanese bands? What were they called? Uh, some of the some of the Japanese bands that played. Uh, the first one that I took on in August was Sakuda Shock. Uh, they were from Nagoya, Japan, two piece, uh, kind of like that post rock element, uh, um, but but not so much reverb more just like driven tones but great band great performers and that's what i love about these bands is they they have their stage presence down and their performance down but the next band was salsa uh from tokyo then silhouette a nude from tokyo and then the last one zinnius from nagoya so there's been four bands already that i've taken oh wow around the crazy. around the u.s and, and these are all bands you met while you were up in Japan? um we played with salsa we played with sakuda shock uh, Silhouette Nude was not a band at the time okay. And Zinnius, we did not play with them as well So a lot of these uh, bands are, are people that are clients of ours That Some of them we've played with, some of them we haven't oh, yeah. But they all have one thing in common They want to tour the U.S. and they want to develop the U.S. I've already got uh, two of the bands coming back That we'll announce real soon um, They're going to be part of some bigger tours Yeah. But uh, yeah, so so they're they're ready to hit the road hard And, and they're, they're a niche uh, community because they're extremely talented. Yeah. Uh, the the Tokyo way of 
being in a band it's just it's a different level yeah we get to showcase that that's crazy man and yeah uh that's funny man when i saw that you were doing the the stage managing for a little bit i i thought about doing that i was reading uh an old magazine but uh the drummer from from braid he was actually tour managing for thrice for who i love thrice right (laughs) yeah um so I was like, oh, man, that, that's fucking cool. You know, like, I, I like being organized. I like taking care of books and all that stuff and just, uh, like, projects, taking on little projects. Yeah, you know? exactly. I can't figure out what I'm going to do with my fucking life, but little projects and shit, like, I, I, I like that, you know. Uh, so I, I read that, and I was always interested in that. I mean, I never really did much with it. I mean, I used it when I toured with the bands in Seattle mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, trying to book shows here and little bands that I was in here. And yeah. I would always, like, run with it, you know. But uh, when I saw that you were doing it, I was like, oh, goddamn, like that, that's fucking impressive, man. Yeah. Especially bringing in these cats from Japan uh-huh. and all that stuff. Uh, but it's not, it's not just like the, the Japan bands. You got like a lot of stuff, a lot of other bands that you're working with, right? A- absolutely. Like, uh, you know, surrounding South by Southwest and a lot of these bands I've met through, Bright Like the Sun, other bands I've met through being on the road. Yeah. And, and that's the beauty of being on the road is seeing that regional band that just really catches your eye and your ear. And then you go and you immediately want to help them and you develop those relationships. So like tonight, I've got two bands coming to San Antonio from California, one from Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland area, mm-hmm. and the other one from Los Angeles. And they're going to be here in a little bit. And and then I've got uh, a band from El Paso playing tomorrow at Crazy Cat, which is a new venue on the Strip. And then um, <clears throat> I had the Chamanas, who are a Latin Grammy nominee 2016 yeah. for Best New Artist. And uh, I had them playing at Hondro. So I'm constantly booking all these regional bands and really the the businesses kind of take on more of the booking approach. Yeah. <laughs> then the tour management is when I'm on the road and you know but the whole, whole booking thing is just kind of developed all out of all of this. Yeah. So not only do you you book them but you take them on the road too. You go on yeah, the road but, with Yeah, uh, the Japanese bands are the ones I'm going to be on the road with. Uh the Chamanas, they, they you know I started with four dates with them. They've asked me to book an entire April and May tour. Wow. So I'm constantly <laughs> you know doing something. But uh you know and that's probably I did not expect that out of this process so soon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know they're they're, they're That's phenomenal a phenomenal band. On so soon, yeah, so. definitely. And those four dates, I got them in two days, and so they were impressed. Yeah. You know, um, and so I'm glad. Now I'm working for the Chamanas, and we're working on bringing some bigger fish, which they're about to release a compilation in May from a band that you probably know from El Paso, but I'm not going to say any names yet. No names, huh? No names, right. but uh, the band was definitely part of a big band, and they split one direction, and every guy went the other direction. Oh, okay. Catch my drift. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, we're working with them. When can you announce that? <laughs> uh, as soon as we're done with yeah. the deal. Yeah, for sure. So I've got, That sounds I've, awesome, Yeah, uh, th- There's a lot of cool things coming up the pike that are bands that, you know, your listeners and people wouldn't actually know the names of these bands and who they are yeah that i'm like all of a sudden just kind of in their world and i'm you know starting to scratch at it and i'm like wow this is do or die let's do it yeah so it's just that mentality of go 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 now so being so busy and all that stuff i saw that you just posted something that you're taking uh you're taking submission from other bands and stuff I'm, do you do you have that much time on your hands man like do you have the availability i i uh, there's a guy working the show tonight that's here jonathan who's yeah uh, yeah he's a cool I, I brought him i brought him on the road with me uh on this last tour yeah and in some way or form i realized then that i had too much to work with yeah and so he's really stepped in and helped me with like kind of like the the local shows things of that nature he helped me on the tour 
and I'm going to continue to use him, and we're going to structure him into this whole business. But uh, so you're building um, this shit up. Yeah, it's it's already grown to the point to where yeah, it's a it's a lot of work, and you know today I was doing some construction because I ate so many burgers on the road last time. I'm just like ready to lose it. And that's the best way to do it. <laughs> yeah. So you get paid get out and, there and sweat. Yeah, exactly, but it's been all cold. And, but uh, yeah, so so uh, I definitely got to the point already in yeah. these these months since August. Uh, where I I need to staff, <laughs> and that's kind of crazy to think about. That's fucking. Was that your plan when you started this? Like, okay, there, yeah, I had let a let scaling. Staff, let me get yeah, a I had a scaling. Like you know, I, my my when, whenever I was looking to scale, I was thinking about you know I want a, a new van by this time, and I want you know I want I want things to grow, and so I just had to sit back and watch and make sure that I was doing the right thing, yeah. and just through process just through events that have taken place while being on tour it's kind of like the the door has been shown to me it's like wide open it's it's obvious what i should be doing yeah and uh and of course it's like in any business it's a developmental phase so you know a lot of the anything that i will ever make is going to go back into like backline into the business and and staff before i can even afford staff you know what i mean so it's just like uh there's that building phase but it's it's um there's a lot of positivity ahead that i'm definitely seeing already What's the biggest thing you learned so far from this this process, this, this uh, business you're taking on? Stay frequent. And that's like, you know, as a promoter, as a band, anybody who's out touring, um, you know, I've played some of the venues three times. And, you know, it's that third time's the charm kind of thing with the owner, with me, like where they saw me on my phone. They're like, what are you up to? I'm like, I'm booking some shows. And they're like, oh, cool. Well, you want to book some stuff here? We got, you know, we got open dates on our calendar. And these are like ma- big venues yeah. to where before it was like a formal email that you had to put together to try to get a show in there. Yeah. And now it's like straight up here. Here's my number. And you text them and immediately they're like, yeah, I've got Saturday. Open. I've got Friday yeah. of this month open. Let's boot, let's do it. They don't even check out the bands anymore. They just trust that you're going to bring something talented their way. Oh, right. you, yeah. you're, you're their hands on. Yeah, exactly. So that I'm, I'm doing that in the Dallas market, the Valley uh, um, Houston, you know, I've, I'm bringing shows to all these areas where, as being in a band, it took a while to develop those relationships. Yeah, this is, you know, so when you're out there frequently on the road, yeah, frequency, they 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 recognize you. You become part of them. They think you're from that city. Yeah, and so that I can take that and kind of give that lesson to bands as well. You know, if you're gonna tour, make sure it's you know if you really want to get your name out there, don't just tour once and expect that that's gonna be it. Yeah, if you want a vacation, that's fine. But uh, if you want to actually get your name out there. You've got to frequently go, and that's why you know some people dog regional tours, and I'm like, dude, do the region, build that region over, yeah. keep on doing more shows and more shows, and then grow out yeah. past Texas or whatever. Especially like uh, in Texas, I mean, there's so many you can make a tour out of Texas. Yeah, like you can cover so much ground right here. It's a real thing. You got you know you got West Coast tours, you've got Midwest tours, you got East Coast tours, you got a Texas tour. Mm-hmm. Yes, should be thrown in the name of those types of routes yeah. because it really is an entire gigantic state. I think when you pull into uh, from Louisiana, you see that sign to El Paso, and it's like eight hundred and sixty-eight or something like that. It's like what? Yeah, <laughs> that's just Texas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. man. Because there's there's so many stages, and then you don't have to drive so much. You know, yeah, like yeah, I remember li- when I lived in uh, Seattle, you know. We had Portland, but other than that, they were all fucking long oh, yeah. drives. Oh, is that? Yeah, you're the whole West Coast. that's a fucking Coast. killer. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it's, but yeah, Texas, we, and we're central to Texas. Yeah. So we can tour, you know, all these different routes in Texas, but getting through Texas and going further is a, it, it, it is <laughs> a long 
process of driving it. Yeah. Yeah. But man, that's fucking great. That's exciting for you. Still having fun with this shit. Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I said, it's just the bands, the clients are getting bigger, and and uh, you know, at the same time, I'm still have my ear to the ground for what I see locally growing that I think is a touring band and. I'm the booking manager for a band called The Holy Knives, and they just went on yeah. a West Coast run. Yeah. In April, they're going on an East Coast run, and then in May, they're going on a Midwest Coast run. So these guys are went to Sonic Ranch and did get a manager, and uh, did get a PR agency, and are touring, and they're you know they're doing it right. So I, I picked them up in yeah. the process, and they picked me up, and, and you know, uh, in the same token. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, so working with local bands and you know keeping my ear to the ground for for new ones. Like at this house here. The, the this South Newbie house it, it's like a breeding ground for all of the young talent in San Antonio yeah and there's some ex- like you're gonna see, if you stick around for the show tonight you got you got uh, Slow Mobile uh-huh. who's also this guy Luke he's also the drummer for Booty Feet uh-huh. and um, and then you've got Ramparts who are just a phenomenal like jazz mathy style band it, it's and these guys are these guys are the future of San Antonio and it's cool to be a part of that yeah, man, I'm like I'm so removed from like the scene. Like I, I have no yeah. idea what's really going on and stuff. And uh-huh. that's another reason why I wanted to start this podcast to try, try to, you know, get in there and like meet more people, like meet more of, of the music scene in the uh-huh. music scene, you know, stuff For like sure. that. So, uh, so that's great, man. Like everybody that that you mentioned on the bill and that and that your buddy John, Jonathan, Jonathan, uh-huh. uh, that he was mentioning on the bill that he has tomorrow going on at Crazy Cat. Yeah, like, all those are new bands to me. That yeah. I got to check up. Yeah, the regional, out. like like. Uh, um, Great Shapes is a regional band from El Paso, but I mean they've played like the CMJ Festival a couple times, and and uh, was that in Brooklyn or where's that? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know they're they're a good hard touring band. They they toured with Chamanas last time. They, the Chamanas went out, um, and so this is their, I think this will be their third time to San Antonio. Oh yeah, but, yeah, really good band coming through, and then we've got some great bands with them playing. So that's cool, playing man. with them. So uh, before we switch gears, man, like for Code of Finn, like how do they, how do people get a hold of you? How do bands, if they need some advice, they need some help with something, how do they reach out to you? Yeah, okay. So I mean, I got a, a an email account I can drop um, if they're listening to here. It's a Code of Finn TM as in tour manager. So Code of Finn TM at Gmail uh, dot com, and then of course I'm Rob Moken. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Send me a message there, and I'll usually send you to the email. But um, I'm building the sites right now. I'm building the logo. I'm building the sites, and then I'm going to do a release show and yeah. have like a bunch of bands when we release the Codefin uh, website and the Codefin brand and everything. So you know, it's got, I've got all the hashtags going online because I wanted to make sure this was a real product before mm-hmm. I actually went and spent the time doing the website and things of that nature. You know, because I was already busy with work mm-hmm. that I didn't need to build the Codefin brand immediately. It was like I already was getting paid to do these things. Yeah, and so now that it's just grown to kind of like a booking touring and promotional um thing that's when i realized that this is definitely needs uh the visibility to you know especially if i'm going to grow it out because like right now it's kind of like i'm scared to like have all that out there because then i'll just be more inundated with oh work. yeah it's like it's too big for me yeah but uh but it's a good thing this is a great thing and i've got some really cool people interested in helping so you gotta grow it man yeah I mean, you gotta grow it absolutely grow and i just wanted to make sure that there was real growth there yeah. real growth potential that's cool, man. Uh, good luck with all that stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but I want to talk about Bright Light the Sun, man. Yeah. What's 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 going on with that? Oh, what's the man. story with that? So, uh, well, this will be the first time you'll hear this from any of us, but uh, we are going to be playing some shows this summer. So we don't know exactly what the summer's going to look like, so we don't have anything announced yet. 
but Chris is coming back from law school, and uh, he, he got an internship with USAA uh, with their team of lawyers, so that's, that's really cool. Um, he's going to be doing that all summer long. We're going to finish. We have an album that's 80% written. Oh, really? And so we just need to, yeah, we just need to f- finalize this album, finish writing it. We want to focus on that first, and then we're going to announce a San Antonio date and probably like an Austin date. Uh, and if we have time to do a couple other dates around Texas, we'll definitely do that. But uh, we'll definitely be playing reunion show. Oh wow, mm-hmm. that's fucking amazing! Yeah, and man. then and then hopefully by the, by the end of summer we'll have everything uh, recorded. Yeah, and we'll we'll get that out there. That's cool, man. So uh, so that album you said it's it's eighty uh, percent written, or you already started yeah, recording yeah, on that? No, no, it's it's well, some of the stuff is like recorded. I would say it's pre-production. Pre-production, you know, stuff. yeah, because we'll probably end up going back into the studio with Alex Bohr over there at. Uh, uh, in Dallas. Oh, at, wow. Yeah, at uh, um, Elmwood in Dallas. That's where we recorded our last album, and uh-huh. we trust Alex with everything that we do. Uh, he's really becomes um, like the sixth member of the band and, and starts putting his little flavors into the mixes, and it's it's really it's really fun working with him. So yeah. uh, we'll probably end up doing that again. So everything we do have recorded at this stage, I, I just consider it pre-production. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. So 80% yeah. done. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure like y'all, y'all get back together. It's gonna all gonna change, man. Yeah, it is. It's gonna grow and stuff. Uh, no, for sure. Just the way that I listen to music in general, being out on the road and seeing what's uh, being played and and seeing what's catching my ear, yeah. and then bringing those elements to bright like the sun. Yeah. I think is like. I mean, we already started moving from like, you know, uh, what we were doing into a more like heavy shoegaze style um, with a lot of synths and keys and 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 things of that nature. So. I think we're going to continue that path and just add, I don't know, I kind of want to add more rawness to it. Yeah. You know, I like. I just love that raw feel that a lot of these new bands are giving us, like the old just, you know, uh, lo-fi elements that are just being are super popular right now. Yeah. So have y'all been sending tracks back and forth? Have y'all been working like We haven't been because Chris has been at law school. I've been doing Codefin uh, touring. So we've been so busy with that that we really haven't been setting tracks everything that we've had written has kind of just been sitting there yeah like packaged and just like put away and so you know we're gonna get all that stuff down and and we'll we'll uh we'll grow from there we'll we'll start adding new songs or maybe even the songs we have written just change them up you know because i've already been thinking about that about how i want to hear it differently now yeah right yeah so it'll be fun process it'll be fun how long has the break been like when was your last show? Uh, last show was uh, June of last year. June of last year. Uh huh. Wow, man. So was this the plan? Like, okay, we're just gonna we're gonna farewell for now. Well, exactly. We never. We just called it a farewell show because we didn't know we were. We knew we were gonna release an album. Uh huh. Um, we didn't know when. There's no. There's no rush on that. Yeah. Especially with our music, it just really kind of doesn't have uh, any boundaries as for when it's to be released or anything of that nature. So. Um, we knew we were going to release something. I didn't know Chris was going to come back. I didn't know he was going to get a job at USAA. I didn't know, you know, even if he was going to come vacation over here for like two weeks, I would have been like, bitch, you're playing the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, we, I kind of felt it, but at this point, it's pretty much confirmed. And then y- y'all could even do that if he did have, like, hey, I'm going to be in there for a long weekend. Y'all could fucking get together and oh, yeah, put a show. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. We'll set things up because, like, you know, Chris records. We, we can do things. And, yeah, it, this summer's got a lot. In front of us, I'll be extremely busy with Codefin touring, but yeah, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be able to, I think, finally get this done. That's good, man. Uh, fuck, I'm I'm stoked for that. I'm stoked yeah. to hear that. That's no, good and, news it, for you. and it's great because like me being on the road and people seeing me, there it's like 
it's kind of like keeping that bright like the sun image alive yeah right uh it really is it's kind of made it bigger tell yeah. the truth <laughs> like i have a feeling that if we play that austin show it's it's uh everyone there is like appreciative of the bands that i've brought in from japan and they always ask about probably like the sun so if we played a show there i guarantee it'd be a good one it should be so fuck yeah man yeah uh stoked for that uh but before that uh i want to talk a little bit about the, t- the tour that y'all did in mm-hmm. japan man like mm-hmm. what, what kind of stories do you have from oh that, man, man? That, that that was an incredible i recommend i mean we sent hikes out there after us and they went back a couple times uh and uh it's just a different way of thinking in general the whole culture of, of the japanese culture of respect and you know it was crazy for us like when we first got there we were staying at like a those those uh capsule hotels and they had like a common locker room or our guitar cases wouldn't fit in the locker so they were like where do we put these and they were like just put them up top and and you know in japan they just kept on stressing no one's gonna steal your stuff oh yeah. like no one's gonna steal your stuff you're fine and then even when we met the locals they told us the same thing yeah you're fine no one's gonna steal your things yeah you're, you're yeah you're in japan this is that doesn't happen here um and it's just uh it's a crazy crazy thing to experience for because you think about it you're like this can't be true yeah. this can't be right you know but it's it's you know and then the venues are live houses and they're state-of-the-art the, every, the clo- buildings are so close together that most of these venues are like in a basement of some tall building somewhere and then this big old thing opens up and the stage is just immaculate and just same back lines i'm very familiar from venue to one one to the next and just to experience that kind of like efficiency in in general is just a, a mind-boggling experience that's crazy, man. And how long were you up there? Two weeks. For two weeks. Yeah, and we went from, like, Tokyo to the Shinkansen. We did the Shinkansen down to, like, Nagoya and Kyoto and Osaka. And yeah. Went to Nara where, you like, there's deer walking around everywhere, and they bow to you when you bow to them. It's just wild. The deer bow to <laughs> the you? The deer bow to you. We have videos on our Instagram that Steve, like, all of us were just sitting there bowing to the deer, and they bow back at you. What the fuck? Yeah, they just walk straight up to you. They're just everywhere. It smells like deer shit everywhere, but, yeah, <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> So they're nice. They're just not neat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're nice, but not neat. Oh shit, that's fucking crazy, man. Uh, so two weeks. How, how long did it take y'all to finally realize, like, fuck, we're we're fucking in Japan? Oh man, immediately. Just yeah. upon arrival, you're just like, wow. You gotta you, you just such a beautiful place. The food, um, and so like, we, even when the Japanese bands come here, I know that I can't impress them with the food. Yeah. Um, unless I take them somewhere very regionally, like the you know. But uh, the burgers here, they go, they freak out because yeah. it's like American beef versus Australian beef. It's fattier, so that's all they want to eat is the burgers. Yeah. But the food out there is just incredible. The ramen, the sushi, everything that they have is just next level. That's crazy, yeah. man. So I, I, I don't know if I talked to y'all just on the, uh, you know, face to face, or if I read it in an interview or something. That, you, but you said like right before your farewell show, the farewell show, that, uh, you know, you when y'all started this band. You had a list of accomplishments that you wanted to do, oh, yeah. you know, and that y'all checked off pretty much all, every box, yeah. right? Yeah. So it, now you have to add more boxes. We right? do have to add more boxes because, have you, like, have you thought about that? I mean, at this point, I uh, my on my my next check on that box is to play a show again. Well, yeah. And so I want to yeah, get yeah. that done. Uh, release this album, and you know, when we're gonna send it out to the cyberspace, we really can't tour behind it. So I understand. Uh, we're just gonna have, to, you know, and we did very well with that kind of format before. Uh, so I just want to deliver new music and it, it's always fun to like have people from different parts of the world email you to tell you how their your music like changed or impacted them some way you know that that's what that's what I kind of like miss seeking yeah. I used to go and just like look for those messages and be like I'd be online and we get one I'd be like oh awesome we yeah. share it with the band and we're like this is what it's about you know so uh, that'll be fun to kind of like reinvigorate that 
in the in the process of writing but as far as touring and things of that nature we really don't have anything in the in future because chris is in law he's school he's still gonna be busy yeah. you know so when he graduates yeah. and he has the money to fund right like the son to go on a you know <laughs> oh when he pays yeah, for when it he pay, when he pays for it, he's like i'm not gonna do yeah. yeah yeah just kidding but yeah no i don't think you were kidding though yeah right. <laughs> and really my vision has just been towards code of touring so yeah uh you know the band i i, I really want a successful third album but you know again my vision and priorities are to my business yeah it's just because i feel like i reach a lot more people that way and uh different bands and and help with that you know just yeah. help, helping bands in general that's crazy man uh well good i mean i'm glad i got to to sit down with you and fucking talk Dude, some I'm, shit about your stuff it's good to see you man for uh, sure. i was talking to, to jonathan because he's like well what's what you know what's your purpose for the podcast and all that stuff you know and like uh. I see, you know, I, I follow you on Instagram and stuff, and I see all this amazing stuff that you got going on. Yeah. But there's only so much you could tell from that description or so much you could tell from that picture, that's you know? very true. So I, I want to know more. I want to know Absolutely. more. Absolutely. And that's why I reached out to you. I was like, dude, let's let's sit down. Let's talk some shit, man. Yeah. Because, uh, I, I mean, I realized that you were, you were really busy with the, the Code of Finn. I just didn't know you were that busy. Yeah. Or you were that deep Exactly, it, exactly. Because I don't have a, an informative website yet. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it's true. You're right. Because, you know, and we get so boggled down with what we're doing that we forget that, you know, not everyone knows exactly what you're doing because of like a few posts here and there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so absolutely. And, and, and thank you for coming in and, and c- connecting those gaps because there's definitely a lot of message I want to get out there in yes. particular with what I'm doing to kind of like get people excited about what they're doing and realizing that even if like their band were to break up or this or that, that they can still pursue different avenues in music and still be involved with it. And that yeah. really nothing's over till you decide it is, you know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, that, that's awesome what you're doing. I, I really appreciate it. All right, man. Uh, well, we'll catch up again. I think the show's about to start or whatever, yeah, sure. whatever they got going on here. Awesome. Uh, best of luck again, man. And, Thank uh, you. When everybody's in town, the bright light, the sun guys are in town, man. We gotta, uh, d- we dude. Gotta I will let you know again. for sure. No, for sure. Let's, yeah, let's let me sit down again as soon as you know. Yeah, no, I will. I All will. right, man. Uh, check you later, man. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, that's it. All right, thanks, man.